Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Devin Forrest Hines. We recorded this last week in my home in Portland, Oregon. Shout out to Get Up in the Cool's newest supporters on Patreon, James A. Dory, Karen Feldner, Paul Kopp, and Brittany Newell. Thanks so much for chipping in to make Get Up in the Cool happen every week. To those of you listening to this who can afford to contribute, please sign up at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Thanks. Also, Brittany would still love to have you on the show if you're interested. I've received so many requests for a Brittany Newell episode. Let me know. One more thing before we get started. I'm teaching beginner and intermediate banjo courses online this coming January. So sign up now at camerondewitt.com store. That's linked in the show notes for this episode. Let's play some banjo. Stick around afterwards to hear how to keep up with Devin Forrest Hines. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. Thank you. 
love Sandy. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Devin Forrest Hines, welcome back to Get Up in the Cool. Thanks for having me back, Cameron. We were trying to figure out when last time you were on was, and I think we, we said it was five years is it five years ago? I really think maybe even yeah. more than that. I want to say more. it was like yeah. 2018, which feels like ancient history at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's a long um, time ago. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how much we've played since then, even though we've basically lived around the corner from each other for a lot of that time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did just move back to the neighborhood. Okay. But still, yeah. you know, like you would have thought that would have happened at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that we've found a reason to play some tunes together. <laughs> totally. Yeah. You were reminding me that last time we played, you were playing, was it a lot of calico tunes? Yeah, I had a big old, like, cross-tune calico tune phase. Um, a fling. A little 2018 yeah. fling. Uh, I think I was a little intimidated by standard tuning at that point in time, to be okay. completely honest. And so I, I remember... Yeah, cross tunes and calico just being a little bit more accessible. Um, yeah, speak like a, speak on that. Why? Why was it intimidating? Um, just well, I could speak to like playing in cross, where it's like if you make a mistake, it's a little bit more forgiving. You know, it's like you can always rely on the drone string if you miss a note. But I re- for standard, I remember feeling like, oh, I have to like really like think about it and like pay attention so I don't mess yeah. up or something you know yeah um, yeah i get a little bit stressed out when i'm playing uh in anything other than g when i'm in standard yeah. i guess d's not that bad in standard uh because it's yeah it's not too bad but like i start to be like oh i i can't just play the any open string as a double stop and i have to play individual <laughs> individual notes and yeah totally yeah yeah and, like, I feel like there's, um, like, some keys are so hard for me to transition between in standards still. I think, like, playing in, like, A standard and switching to C or something is, like, oh, yeah. I, like, can't, can't do it. <laughs> It'll just will mess up, so. But. Well, it sounds like your, your interests or your tastes have developed. Not, not that calico or, or or cross is like less developed or refined <laughs> yeah, than less G. but you were playing some very different stuff right now than than you did back then yeah that's true when did when did you start uh when did you call it off with calico oh, uh we broke things off probably not long after um <laughs> i was last on actually but not having anything to do with um that obviously but i think i just wanted to like kind of finally uh approach standard tuning and be like, okay, I need to learn how to play in more than just a few keys. Mm-hmm. And, um, I did that. Um, but it's funny cause I'm coming on now after having really not been playing old time much at all, uh, or really music for that matter. So <laughs> it's kind of a funny experience. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this feels like a very, a very Joel Brown tune. Um, because it's like a note G tune. Would you say that like being in a band with Joel has like, uh, rubbed off on you on like the kinds of tunes that you like hearing or has that made an influence or, or is it the other way or is it the other way around? Um, it's so hard to say because I think we haven't really been playing a whole lot of tunes, but yeah, I mean, I think there's this thing that happens. 
um, when we lived together were the times that we are playing fiddle, one of us would be like, whoa, what is that tune that you were playing? You know, and kind of like steal it or whatever, but... I seem to remember kind of cross-referencing the two of you, like when I first interviewed you both, and I think you two were sort of transitioning out of folk punk and into old time around the same time, maybe both started with banjo Mm -hmm. and then transitioned to fiddle, and maybe there was an element of, like, friendly competition between... I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny (laughs) because, like, um, I just, I moved back to his house recently and it made me think of when you know when we were first learning fiddle and we'd be on different levels of the house practicing yeah. at the same time you know and our poor housemates at the time probably just, you know hearing like scratches and squeaks from every level of the house in all directions <laughs> no escape <laughs> yeah no escape um where'd you get this bone up sandy where do you get your tunes in general Oh, um, these days. It's funny. I'm like someone who is a sucker for field recordings, but I'm also not someone who's gonna, you know, learn a field recording note by note. I'm not strict about it, but I do like to listen to like what the tune sounds like as I learn it the way that I'm gonna learn it. Um, and that one's definitely like a, I've just heard from Clyde so many times, Clyde Davenport. Um, and just kind of figured it out one day. Um, not even from, like, listening to it. Just being like, I've heard this so many times. I'm just going to sit and learn that tune that yeah. I've heard a bunch of times. Huh. It's such a particular tune. Like, the, the general shape of it is, I think, pretty standard and pretty predictable. Mm. In terms of, like, you know, it's the a square amount of beats. Yeah. A, A, B, B. But the space inside the rhythms and the like melodic shapes inside are a little weird um yeah it is it's like i think of times that i've played guitar banjo to it i always have to like think being like wait is this from cricket i can't remember but i think it's not it's just the phrasing's like really odd right it's kind of like yeah there's like it's like some kind of like jazz hands kind of like moments in like the a part it's like yeah, totally. It's really funny. I'm okay. I'm going to paraphrase the hell out of this, and I don't even remember who said it now. But I remember some someone telling me that like there's a there's almost like a joke in every Clyde Davenport tune. Like every he, it's like the tunes come across as a little like not in like a ha ha way, but it's just kind of like hmm. Yeah. <laughs> every yeah. like that's a New me. Yorker joke. Yeah. <laughs> that's me on the record. Say like every Clyde Davenport is a joke. <laughs> um I don't know if insult. I got that across, but like <laughs> No, you know, I guess like yeah. that humorous element to all of his tunes. They're kinda like I don't know, like uh they're just like so like earnest and humorous all at the same time if I were to like really philosophize about Clyde Davenport. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, because there's no, I mean, like we were just saying, like it's it's a square tune, and it's just a, it's kind of just a, a mess of pentatonic scale. Yeah. But it has so much character and so much personality. It does. Yeah, somehow, even though it, like, there's no accidentals, or there's no, like, crookedness, uh... I don't right. think. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I yeah. have to think about it every time I'm like, man, is this one crooked? But yeah, I just like I think as long as his tunes are just like charming is maybe the word that I yeah. use. 
and not in like a uh, belittling way. Just in like sure. a legitimately. Sure. <laughs> oh, quaint. Yeah, yeah, no, I just think they're actually just really charming tunes. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah. You are charmed by them. I feel charmed yeah. by them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that can mean, oh, what a charismatic man. I'm so charmed. You know, it's like, right. and that's maybe what you mean, but about tunes. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You've caught my attention. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I hear you, Clyde. <laughs> funny joke in that A part. Yeah, yeah. totally. Well, Not funny, it. haha. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you want to play? Um, I was thinking about playing another G tune. And this one um, is a Snake Chapman tune. Oh, yeah. Which one? Uh, Give My Dogs Away. Give My Dogs Away? Yeah, it sounds really sad. Oh, oh no. Um, but it's funny because it's like a... Just astronomically cheery tune, so cool. <laughs> he's really happy about that. Um, I've known some dog owners who would probably be pretty cheery about giving their dogs away. <laughs> they're just like, I'm going to get a rescue, and then they do, and they're like, oh, God, they're going to live for <laughs> 15 years. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. You give my dogs away. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think I've played this one. I've only played Half Irish and, oh, yeah. like... Very interesting too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and a couple of those other ones. Um, yeah, I don't know this one. Okay, great. Ooh. Thank you. 
cool tune. Yeah. I love that. I kind of do, too. It's like, uh, I don't really know, like, any tune that really sounds like that. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I want to say, like, I know Snake Chapman wrote a lot of the tunes he plays, or got them from his dad who wrote a lot of tunes. And okay. so he I know he plays a lot or played a lot of um yeah, just kind of weird tunes that no one else played or I don't Yeah. It's, it's cool. Yeah, that's a pretty thrilling tune. Uh I <laughs> I especially like uh Yeah, totally. There's a lot of that kind of little syncopations. Yeah. There yeah. That's so great. Totally. I will say that over the pandemic, I definitely had a Snake Chapman phase. Um, not in that I learned all of his tunes or anything, but just in like a, um, a heavy listening party kind of um, way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, my impression is from what you've said before that like the pandemic was not necessarily the most musically fruitful time. For you, no, but that really. that was like a little oasis in there. A little bit, yeah. I yeah. feel like it, it had different. I had different phases. Like there was like the country phase and the the country electric guitar phase. Okay, I, that was like the closest to like or like I did play a lot of that um, during that time. Just not much old time because, as I'm sure you related, you can relate. It's like uh, without the community, I kind of just lost interest. You yeah, know? yeah, <laughs> and I was like. Oh, the obscure tuning phase. That was a really short-lived one. <laughs> on the fiddle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was at the very beginning. I was like, well, I guess since there's no jams, I can learn jam busters. Yeah. <laughs> and I did that, and that lasted, yeah, like maybe a week or something. <laughs> and I was like, okay, wait, maybe I'm over this. <laughs> do, do you still play any from that phase? I don't think so. I lear- I did learn a pretty cool glory in the meeting house, and I, I'm bummed I forgot how to play it because it was in a cool tuning. Yeah. Is that Luther, Luther Strong's? Is that Probably. It's, isn't that the one, doesn't he tune the, the G string down to an E? I think so that's what go, it is. Bram, bram. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the one I learned then, and I yeah, remember cool. being like really stoked on that, and then I completely forgot. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and now uh, you know, I feel like playing. My incentive to play music now is, unfortunately, kind of just only when there's like, you know, if Rat's gone to rest is playing a dance or like a gig or something, but I don't want that to be the only incentive. I want to like have more internal incentive, but I just, I also got to be honest that I just don't right now. You know, I, I've been thinking a lot about like this, you know, dichotomy of like art and craft and the, most of the time I feel like our culture like regards music as sort of purely art. Like it's just for this, for its own sake and just for the sake of enjoyment. And that if, you're trying to like put project anything else onto it or get anything else out of it, then you're not like truly like an artist and, or whatever, <laughs> you know. But like old time music, I feel like is 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 leaning in the in the craft direction, you know. Totally. It's like for stuff, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. yeah, it's for having a get together, you know, and playing some tunes or for playing a dance, you know, or. Yeah playing at a pub or something. And I think it's, I think maybe we should normalize, you know, just being like, this is boring to me unless I like, you know, 
I mean, I think yeah. you're onto something with that. I, yeah. It's like, it feels like controversial or something, but I also, so where I'm at right now, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, every now and then I'll have like, I think I appreciate it in small moments, you know, like be bored or something and I'll get home from work and then, you know, be like, oh, look, there's instruments on my wall. I guess I should play these and then kind of lose myself for like five minutes and then come sure. back to reality and be like, that was cool and not really think about it. But, um, yeah, but it makes sense to me that like your, your interest is sustained through, um, community organizing basically. I mean, yeah. I know rats got, I'm, I don't mean to be like putting too much importance on that or whatever, yeah, but yeah. you know, it's like having a local band that will come play a dance is a really big deal. It's really important. And it's like, yeah, that, and, that makes sense to me. And I think that should be a not shameful thing. Well, right. And that's yeah. like how I think I experience the joy of this music now. Like for me, like, especially with playing dances, it's just like, that's when I'm like, wow, this, I'm so glad I do this. And this is really fun for me. And I can just like kind of sit here and it looks like I'm spacing out and maybe it looks like I'm mean because I kind of have like a resting mean face sometimes, but I'm also just, uh, just totally joyous about the whole thing. So that's, I I think where I get most of that these days. Yeah. Hmm. Or even in like, you know, we play, um, sometimes at like TCO Leary's that little pub on Alberta. Um, and even just playing that and just having like, you know, a random stranger come up and being like, what is this? Like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, like, this isn't the normal T.C. O'Leary's Yeah, it's like, yeah. what is this music? It's this a wild card. Yeah. yeah like, what part of Ireland are you all from? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, even, like, little interactions like that is, like, makes me feel something, you know? Yeah. But I will say that, uh, you know, I remember once upon a time being a teenager and, like, having it be more of a cathartic thing of, like, this is how I... I put everything into this and this is how right. I express myself and all that. And that's like not, not true, but it's just not as accessible now. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I think that's true for me too, a lot of the time. And I think it's because I'm trying a lot less hard to do it because I've done it for long enough that like, it literally isn't as engaging for me to do unless I'm doing something that's like really kicking my ass, you know, but like, it doesn't feel like I'm, I don't know, solving some sort of grand puzzle every time I do it or like having some sort of revelation. And it's like, it just feels a little bit more mundane. Yeah. And, 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 and I think music should, should feel mundane. Right. I, yeah, I don't think, and, and I, I, I relate to that because I think when I'm kind of in the way I'm speaking to you now about music, I can speak to non-musicians about, and they're like, well, but you have this amazing gift and you should appreciate it and all this. And I'm like, I do, but I also, you know, do want the space to just be like, this is just something I do, you know? Yeah. This is like anything we all do to pass the time and give meaning to our lives. It's like, I also like cook my meals. Right. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I go sometimes, walks, you know, it's amazing, you know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, but it's also just a thing I do. Totally. I started to think about this, like when the, the more, um, like kid and family band musicians that I've met, like, especially on the show and interviewed them about like, you know, how kind of intense and how much meaning is projected onto their musicality and how they kind of they kind of all have a, there's, there's a through line of them being like, 
I need this to not mean as much. Oh, I need to, I need to like not have this be a sacred thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. It's like, yeah, a medium into some other new interest. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think that's really cool. I think we're on to something. <laughs> yeah. <let's, laughs> right now. Yeah, exactly. I think this is uh, the future of old times. Yeah. <laughs> let's get it back to banal. Like, that would be lovely if it was just sort of banal and something we all took for granted. Because if, if we reached a critical mass of enough of us playing it. Oh, hey, well, this could start today, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a yeah, nonchalant back to old time. <laughs> what do you, you want to play next? Um, well... I guess we should play all the G tunes in a block. We can. I've been I've been also kind of just staying in staying in standard lately. Um, I've I've also been having fun doing that and, okay. be, and getting lazy. But if you play in an A, if you play an A tune, I'll probably tune up. It would be a probably a C tune. Yeah, I'll, sp- I'll probably just stay in this then. Okay, yeah. maybe I'll just do that. Just great, it's great. A easier on my fingers. Okay, good. High G. Um, but this next tune, um, is one that I, I think is my first C tune that I learned from Joel Brown and it's called West Virginia Highway. Uh, I have no idea where, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> That's West it. Virginia Highway. Yeah. Yeah. I, you got, you got great taste in tunes and like, I haven't played, I mean, I've played Boat and Up Sandy before, but like, uh, I don't play very much and I've never played or heard of that last one or this one. Oh, so wow. yeah, this is great. Cool. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I might play it a little faster if that's yeah. cool with you. Yeah, rip it up. Cool.
took the wrong turn off. <laughs> really did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Woo! Yeah. Uh, what a lovely tune. I know, it's seriously one of my favorites. It's like, I That's feel like great. I could never end it. Uh, yeah. I guess forever. It wants to keep going. It wants you to keep yeah. going. It doesn't want you to take the turn off. And clearly, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> yeah, I don't, wish I knew more about that. I don't, I've like never really heard anyone else play it. I don't know where Joel got it. I don't know anything about it, so. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Wow. West Virginia Highway. There was definitely a big sea tune phase in there somewhere, too. Don't yeah, to a, a very different vibe than uh, than Calico tunes. Yeah, yeah. kind of, yeah, I really, like, left the kind of, like, serious, like, uh, droney tunes behind at some point. I mean, okay, not behind, but, like, I just, like, that was my whole thing for a while, and I was like, so weighty and like heavy sounding and yeah i think that's a good point there's something about a lot of those a lot of those tunes that feel uh almost like these are like spiritual on purpose or something and then c tunes often (laughs) feel like fun and dorky right uh and I see this pattern in people being like, I want the tunes that feel like they're like, you know, like powerful or powerful. Or, yeah. Like they're, they're projecting some sort of like primal energy onto them. And then, and then people are eventually like, you know what? I just want to have a, a fun dorky time. Totally. And I feel yeah. like, yeah, C is just kind of a fun little whirlwind, you know, like the, especially some of those like two, five turnaround Kind of tunes. I'm just like, whatever, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Plus, like, kind of know. I don't play a whole lot of old-time guitar, but when I do, I'm like, yeah. I feel like I'm one of the few that are like, yeah, C-tunes. Let's hang out on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> or the F4, yeah. <laughs> I will say, however, I know some people who really like playing C-tunes in Calico. Have you I've ever, heard of bro- have you ever done this. I've never done this, and I've heard just like rumors about people doing this, and I'm yeah. like, eh, I could be intrigued, yeah. you know? Maybe, uh, maybe next year. I think it's the with the third on top. I think that's like where it comes from. Okay, but then everything else is different. Well, yeah. I could kind of imagine it because I feel like the it, like they sound so similar to me in a way. Yeah, um, I don't have anything more like <laughs> eloquent than that, but. Uh, yeah. Well, what should we what should we play next? Um, going back to G, going somewhere through, else. Yeah, let's get this last G tune out of the way. Um, it's uh, I forget whose version of "Sugar in the Gourd," either another Clyde or Marcus Martin. I don't remember. Okay, maybe both. I don't Thank you. 
Sugar and the gore. I don't remember which one that is either. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I ever knew. <laughs> one of the sugars and the gourds. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's one of those tunes where it was like 50 versions. Ten of those sound like different tunes or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's funny also, I will say, back to our other part of our conversation, it's so funny talking about old time, like field recordings and like, oh, versions of tunes, because I just... I am feeling like I have a little bit of, like, imposter syndrome right mm. now, where I'm just, like, so... I'm just, like, so out of touch with the old-time world that I haven't, like, thought about any of this in a long time, too. So I'm like, I don't remember what version of that is, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. I it, On the one hand, I think that it's, like, lovely that there is this sort of, like, reverence... Or the idea that someone would even have imposter syndrome about knowing which sugar in the gourd that is. Yeah. You know, I think there's something that's kind of lovely about that. That there's some sort of level of care or the idea that there might even be some sort of like risk of shunning or something. (laughs) You know? Because it's like, it's like, okay, we all care about the music and we want it to exist and continue. But also, that's, that's funny. I feel like the exact same thing. Maybe even over pettier things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I've done the same. I just, you know, I think at one point in time I would have, like, known and been, like, really uh, focused on having all that information being, like, actually, it was this version or something. Yeah. When I, I had just had a different approach back then. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm just, like, cool. I like it. You're going to go. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. Um, are you going to be going to Portland Old Time Gathering this year? The first one back after yeah. pandemic time? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think the last one counted last year. Oh, right, yeah, no, definitely yeah. not. I, th- I was there, sort of. <laughs> I, I, I was there, but I was like, oh, it's high to Omicron, I'm gonna, like, avoid, I'm just gonna do the things I agreed to do, and I'm gonna be totally masked and then get out of there. Which is good because I didn't want to get COVID, but I already had COVID. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. somehow miraculously, I didn't spread it to anyone. But yeah, but that was a long that was a long time ago. That was one year ago. But I yes, know. yeah, I'm yeah. going to it this year. Oh, okay, but yeah, cool, absolutely. Cool. And Rats Gone to Rest will be. Yeah, and we're playing um, the dance on Saturday night on the 14th. Perfect, yeah. at Alberta Abbey. Um, I'm excited about this new venue. I am so excited about this new bit. Have you, you've never been there? I've never been, I've just seen it from outside. I'm like, what's this building all about? Oh, it's really, I think it's a major improvement um, from the Tiffany Center. Um, and that's not just because geographically it's like really close to my house. It's also just like a cool uh, building. Um, I'm assuming it's a church um, or was, or I don't actually know what happens there. Yeah. Outside I have like, no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Dare to be Square was there two, like two years in a row, maybe I could be okay. wrong about that, but they were definitely there for one year and, um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, great dance floor. I am curious to see like what a square dance, I haven't like, I feel like I haven't like been to a square dance in so long now. I'm just like, what does that even mean? Yeah. I've only done a couple and yeah, it's been really weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like half people just like kind of anxious and half people just being like, oh, finally, yeah. everything's back to normal. You know, totally. and it's like, read the room. I feel like know? that's that's kind of how Fiddle Tunes felt um, yeah. last summer. It was kind of a little bit like half terrified and cautious and half like, wow, this is the best day ever, you know? Or, yeah. Um, so, yeah. But it'll be good. I'm, I'm just glad I don't have to go to uh, downtown for the... 
for the gathering this year. I know. <laughs> it's it's such funny. a pain. Yeah. It always is such a pain. I just and I feel like everyone kind of has the same opinion of doing. All right, we're gonna like schlep it downtown. None of us like, ever go there. Yeah, <laughs> like, we all kind of time, avoid yeah. it. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Alberta sure. Abbey. It's, it's about time. Good yeah. choice, whoever's idea that was. Yeah, thanks, planning committee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do people get a hold of you, y'all, these days? Oh, God, because um, last time I talked to you, it was like, yeah, just like message us on Facebook. Or whatever. <laughs> Wait, that's a really good question. Yeah, uh, we do have an email. Okay, great. Um, is is it like rats gone to rest at gmail Probably that. Yeah. Um, Looking for a card. Oh, or no, yeah, we have a business card. I'm like Joel's gonna murder me. But. No, you could just you could just <laughs> tell me later, and I'll and I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, it's probably just rats gone to rest at Gmail, but I don't remember. Yeah, okay. Clearly, we don't use it very. I much. will. <laughs> I will edit it accordingly and get back to you. Like, yeah, um, and make sure that it, the right thing is linked. Yeah. Cool. 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 So yeah. I'll, I'll... Somebody wants you to come come play their square dance or uh, or. or Play at their Irish pub, yeah, right. Because yeah. yeah, our uh, our main source of uh, exposure, yeah, and pub is cool. I gotta hang out there more often. Yeah, it's kind of cool. They got like book clubs and all kinds of like eclectic things happening there. And they have that little room that someone told me that it's like the women's room. Is it like to the right when you first walk? Yeah, in? I think that's where the book club is. Interesting, because because okay. I've heard that like that used to be like a thing that like it was sort of like gender segregated, and it's like oh. here's a place where the women can be and like be, uh, not have to put up with. Oh yeah, yeah. The like <laughs> drunken nonsense of the men and have their own drunken nonsense or whatever. Oh, that's yeah. pretty. And they have one there, so I'm assuming it's an old building, unless they like. Thought it would be cute to do that in a new building. Whoa, okay, that's interesting. I always wondered, I'm like, wow, what a cool little room. Yeah, <laughs> it's like right there. Yeah. So, I mean, presumably, if that story is true, presumably so that the, the women whose honor must be protected so that they can go directly in and not wow. have to go through the men. Wow, interesting. I, that's where I wanted to hang out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. That's where I would rather be. Well, what do you want to play for this last tune? Um, you know, I do. You feel like playing an A tune? Yeah. Just to close it out with. Yeah. Like, what? Really? I'm, I'm tired of playing notes. I'm going to play my big banjo. Oh, sweet. Um, do you? I mean, do you, have you played uh, Cousin Sally Brown before? I have. Okay, it's a little. <laughs> Um, well, it's kind of like a morose tune, but it's, uh, I don't know if it's hard to accompany or not. It's basically what I'm trying to say. Okay, fine. <laughs> but also, if it's a really annoying thing, I can play something else on my little list here. I'm ready when you are, yeah. Cool. Okay, I'm all ready. Um, thanks so much for doing this, Devin. This yeah, of course. This so fun. Thanks for yeah. having me back on. Totally, totally fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it again sometime. Yeah. Thank you. 
Devin's band Rats Gone to Rest is playing the dance at the Portland Old Time Music Gathering this year. If you want Rats Gone to Rest to come play your dance or bar, etc., you can email them at ratsgonetorest at gmail.com. Please support this podcast at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. That's linked in the show notes along with links to my banjo lessons, my band, my other podcast, and Get Up in the Cool merch. Don't forget to sign up at CameronDewitt.com slash store for my beginner or intermediate Clawhammer banjo workshop series taking place every Sunday in January 2023. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool. <laughs>